Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Twenty in the morning for this December 13th, 2022. Today's show is brought to you by Rocket Sports and Rocketsports.com. Go to Rocketsports.com and use promo code 1420-RUCK at checkout. Get 10% off all your backyard training needs. A lot of good stuff back there. And then for not even training needs for your kid, maybe you get something for yourself for uh, practicing that golf swing and the like throughout the uh, the winter months. It's cold outside this morning. I'm I'm hunkered down in the Yankee Tavern North, otherwise known as 1420 World Headquarters. Uh, yeah, she's cold outside, but we'll get things heated up a little bit. The uh, World Junior Tournament starts in Halifax on Monday and Moncton, sorry. As everybody knows, on uh, Boxing Day here in Canada, it's a big tournament. Used to be a bigger tournament around the, the country. Uh, this is what we'll talk about a little bit today, but the, the roster was set yesterday. Uh, Connor Bedard, obviously, is is, uh, is going to be headlining that tournament. Got the, all eyes are on him. The projected first overall pick from the Regina Pats that we all thought, not we all, that me and uh, James Tubb thought was going to get traded when we did our preseason uh, WHL talk about the, the uh, Medicine Hat Tigers, but we'll get into that another day. But uh, there's a lot of controversy surrounding Hockey Canada, and d- deservedly so, with uh, the uh, sexual abuse and sexual um, assault situation that, that occurred uh, past World Junior Tournaments, past situations throughout Hockey Canada, and then the... Uh, I wouldn't say I don't want to say hush money because I've been told a few different things in in the past few months about that. So I'm not going to call it hush money, but let's just call it hush money for for now. We can discuss that a little bit later. But uh, this tournament used to be a lot bigger, in my opinion, in this country. Me and Dave have talked about it on the 1420 podcast on a few occasions because of that situation. But I think it goes a little bit deeper than 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 that because the uh, the World Junior Tournament kind of been lagging in attendance and lagging throughout a little bit for a while now. Now, and that was before the, the sexual abuse uh, situation came up uh, in the very uh, in the last few couple of years. But uh, the one the one thing that I think that's wrong with the World Junior Tournament, it's played in our country far too often. Yes, we get bigger crowds. Yes, they, they can promote it a lot more on TSN and the like. But I think the one thing that made this tournament special was when it was played overseas. For uh, they alternated for a lot of the years, you would see a lot more games early in the morning, and it brought families together a little bit. And you would sit around, watch the games at six, seven, eight in the morning, wherever you were, coast to coast across this great nation of ours. So I think that that ha- having in Canada year after year has kind of depleted the uh, the excitement of it. It's an exciting tournament, no doubt about that. Like some of my, my greatest hockey memories 
uh, watching that tournament as a kid and it used to be such a huge part uh, of the whole thing but we used to know the players a lot more it seemed you used to get uh, fall in love with these guys throughout the the weeks of the tournament like leading up to the tournament now that the, the roster was set yesterday I won't bore us we only got 14 minutes and 20 seconds so I won't go through the whole the whole roster but you used to get to know these guys a lot more and maybe because I was younger they, they seemed larger than life and not just when I was a, 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 a hockey player of that age but when I, I got just got a little bit older Older in my 20s and even into my 30s, I seem to, to like these players a lot more. I, I used to follow a lot more. And I, I think a part of it is just there's there's just so much coverage now, you almost turn it off and, and you get to know these kids at a different age now. And it's not even because you had to you had to read the hockey news and, and if everybody remembers the hockey news you had to remember to read that to get a, a read on these guys so you, you got to know these guys uh, it's, i think on, on a different level but you didn't get to know them um as closely as you do now and i think there's just a maybe there's a little too much but there's also this the situation where there's so much um content there wasn't podcast back then obviously there wasn't 48 channels covering this thing all the time so now you become desensitized to it i think we're turning it off a lot more because we're kind of getting sick of hearing about um the, the it's the same thing over and over and over on tsn and and you kind of get tired of it but uh, nonetheless this tournament is big and i think for for a few weeks now like it's the 13th today and the tournament starts uh well the 26th i guess is uh not that far away when it comes down to it so it's uh it's coming it's coming it's less than two weeks away and so you, you got i think what we, we need to do as a as a as a country and as canadians is is uh Watch this game. Watch these games a little bit more. Get behind these kids. I'm not saying you have to go to the games out in Moncton or or in Halifax. I'm not saying you got to go out and spend 200 bucks on a jersey. But if you do you buy a jersey, go to Lids or or Fanatics or Fans Edge and get yourself a jersey. But uh, the the thing is, you don't have to support Hockey Canada. If you have your your, your thoughts and your ideas about Hockey Canada, that's one thing. Um, but it's not these kids' fault that 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 are playing in this tournament. They're getting the chance of a lifetime. Some of them are going to go on to to, to make. Uh, tons of money in the NHL, but but some of them won't. Some of them will end up being superstars. Some won't. Some might be Hall of Famers. Most won't. So I think it's a time that we should go out and watch these kids play. We need to support the, the team. And as a country, get together it's like something that we, uh, we're a little bit divided, but this is something that we can usually get behind. And let's let's get to a point where when you see a flag, you're not thinking, oh, geez, is this guy a freedom fighter? Is this guy this? Or this, this guy have different political views? I think it's time that we need to maybe just stop it all for a few weeks here and get behind these kids like we used to and, and watch these games and, and have some fun like we used to gather in sports bars, gather uh, with friends and family at home, have watch parties and, and the like and support these kids because like I said it's not their, it's not their fault uh, of, of what happened in the past uh, and th there is a new regime with Hockey Canada now so let's 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 not forget what happened I'm not saying that at all don't come don't at me later on that I that I'm that I'm downplaying the situation because I'm not what I am doing is saying we have to eventually turn the page in all facets of life and, and try something different and hopefully get to know these th these kids on a more personal basis because there might be some great moments that come up I mean you'll never forget the Everly goal in 2009 um, one of my favorite ones is John Slaney, the John Slaney goal I remember exactly where I was I was in Regina Saskatchewan playing for Notre Dame Hounds when Slaney scored that goal um, between periods it was on t TV in the in the uh, in the uh, in the lobby of the Al Ritchie arena and uh, they heard people cheering and, uh, and screaming when Slaney scored that big goal in 1990 in Saskatoon who can ever forget the the tape shootout uh, that he scored three or four consecutive times deal and then just those games the New Year's Eve games were always good against the U.S., uh, the 0-9-1 with um, 
with uh, John Tavares getting a hat trick and they were down early. And just those memories, I think we need to, to start focusing on that again. Cause like I said, it's not these kids fault that that, that, that stuff happened. It's not, to, we, we can't fix it, but we can go and try and try to make, make things, uh, make new memories and, and uh, just for a few weeks, kind of get behind these kids for a few weeks, forget about all, all the, the political disdain. We shouldn't be talking about Trudeau or Polivier or how you ever pronounce it or whatever the, the, the rest of it, just focus on these kids, focus on, on the tournament and have some fun with it like we used to and, and, and enjoy it and the like because I think it's a, it's a good it's a good builder we've had a rough few years here in Canada we've had a rough few years right around the world so whatever country you're from if you want to watch down in the United States and do the USA chant go right ahead uh, I'm not I, I like I love the I love Americans I love the country but that chant's gotta go it just drives me absolutely bananas but that's just the way the way I am so that's my thoughts on the world junior team the controversy let's put it behind us for a few weeks like it, it just go watch the games and enjoy them uh, politics doesn't belong in hockey yes it's a part of it it, it always will be there the stuff that's been happening throughout hockey canada hopefully that's been changed hopefully that's getting cleaned up and the 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 the, uh, the, the proper way of dealing with things is, is right around the corner let's let's make some new memories there's going to be the next jimmy Waite. there's gonna be the next manny legacy in in net there could be a, a kid that you never heard of before that's gonna going to be a legend for the next uh, month or so and then he'll go into uh Go into the abyss, and you'll never hear from again because it, it happens year after year. Go Canada, go, and let's uh, let's keep going. Like I said, rocketsports.com, 1420 rocket, rocketsports.com for back to your training needs. Today's happy birthday, uh, happy 53rd birthday, born on this day in 1969, Hall of Famer. Uh, Sergei Fedorov, uh, speaking of the World Juniors, one of those teams, those Russian teams. Can you imagine a line with uh, Pavel Bure and Alexander McGillney and Sergei Fedorov coming down, coming down on you, old oh boy, old oh boy. It was uh, crazy days back then, but uh, Fedorov, he had a hell of a career. Long-time Red Wing, made stops Anaheim, Columbus, Washington. I forgot about the Washington thing until I started doing some research bright and early this morning. Uh, Three-time Cup winner. 93-94 MVP uh, might be well known outside the hockey world for dating Anna Kornikova. Uh, she was never a good tennis player, but she was uh, very photographic. I guess is one way you could put it. And then she ended up dating Burry. Or am I backwards on that? I can't remember. It doesn't it doesn't much matter? But anyways. Uh, Bur- Fedorov with stalwart with those Red Wings teams that were so successful in the 90s. Uh, Hall of Famer, a no-doubt Hall of Famer. He was a game-changer. I think at one point, he was the highest-paid guy in the National Hockey League. Uh, just a, could skate like no one's business. He was the first guy to wear the 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 white Nike skates, if I recall correctly. Or was that Gretzky? It doesn't matter. Who cares? I, I can make things up. You guys can get back to me, make sure that I'm uh, I'm saying things properly and getting things right here at 14, 20 in the morning. It's early for me, but I'm getting this content out there for you guys on a daily basis to hope you guys uh, get you off to your day started right make sure you guys tell people about the show have a listen every day it's coming out every day monday uh, monday to saturday uh today in sports history 2007 the much maligned and much talked about to this day the mitchell report was released to the public uh we all know the the, the steroid era that happened we can't forget it it's part of uh, baseball history as much as anything else is a lot of um a lot of stuff happened back in the 90s and then into the 2000s. But in 2007, the Mitchell Report, a lot of uh, high-end names, including Barry Bonds, uh, the, the Jami brothers, Gary Sheffield, of course, Roger Clemens, David Justice, uh, who can forget Miguel Tejada, one of the greatest Oakland days of all times and he had some big numbers and big career uh, those days back with the the Oakland days and there was there was a lot going on with the steroid era we shouldn't forget that it happened we should uh, should those guys be hall of famers 
it's up for debate, but I, I, I say like a guy like Clemens was going in no, no matter what. A guy like Bonds was going in no matter what, uh, just because they weren't good guys to me. It gets talked about ad nauseum. You could you could talk how debate this one forever and ever with the steroid guys in baseball, but it's uh, it's something that that happens that it just it happened and you can't forget about it. You got to just move on. Just like we talked about Team Canada, just move on. Uh, don't forget about it. Fix the past and uh, and and look towards the future. And that's a good good line for today. Forget the past. Look towards the future. Maybe that's what we'll uh, we'll call this this episode of the fourteen twenty in the morning here on the thirteenth uh, day of December. Uh, Bodogs best bet. We'll start with oh, what do we got? We got Argentina battling Croatia. Call that one a draw, and just call that one a draw. I think Argentina will win on on penalties. Toronto continues to stay real hot. Toronto's really good. Hey, we talked about the other day on uh, Saturday, was it? Toronto's really good. They got uh, Anaheim rolling in tonight. Anaheim played last night in in Ottawa. They went down last night, so a Toronto win should be happening, of course, because I'm saying it. Toronto's probably going to end up losing this game, but no, I got Toronto. Marner continues his hot streak. He'll get another point tonight, push it to 23, I believe, and go with that. The Sabres are at home to the Kings in Buffalo. Lay down 20. You can win $140.73. Make a play at Bodog today. Uh, bet responsibly. Sign up. I'll put the link up on this show report. Or, but it's it's on our it's on our uh, Linktree account. It's on our Twitter account. And you'll find that at 14 underscore 1420. You'll get that. Everybody knows, knows the trick. And people who don't know, actually, if you if you know if you know, tell somebody who hasn't listened to the show to listen to the show once once or twice this week. Download uh, download and listen to the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. We did show last night dave and i we got a holiday schedule up up and adam that's going to uh, be uh quite hectic for the next few days we want to make sure you guys have enough holiday uh cheer from the 1420 boys to get you through the holiday season and your travels and everything else make sure if during your travels you talk to people about the show and let them know uh the, what's going on in the 1420 world we appreciate all the support we've gotten anyways like i said to start the tournament off uh my favorite not my favorite one of my earliest memories we'll get back to world junior for a second i got 20 seconds to kill um the pia stanley punch out i remember we were skating down at the uh the backwaters in fort mcleod we were going to, to go watch the game we were down there uh dad came down and got me and I, I can't remember who i was with it was such a long time ago but i remember watching the pia stanley punch out and the, they turned the lights out every scene everybody who's seen it uh remembers it vividly uh you spin in all the, the highlight videos and, and the talk about it and the whole thing but uh you you can't believe that that happened. How they turned the lights off and and the like, just absolute mayhem with a bunch of kids swinging and and the whole bit. Just uh, the Pia Stanley punch out 1985, 86, 80. I don't know. It doesn't much matter. But it was a long, long time ago. Hopefully we don't have that. But anyways, 14:20 in the morning. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, well, tomorrow night or tomorrow morning. 13, 14:20 in the morning. Tomorrow morning. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.